0: Hi listeners, thank you so much for tuning into the third episode of Penned. Today's episode is going to be a little different. While the last two episodes have really shared the stories firsthand of people who have been writing to inmates, today we're going to segue into something new. In the first episode, I mentioned the garbage bag full of letters my brother left prison with. When I met him on the front steps of that Greyhound station and saw that bag for the first time, I had no idea of the depth and the scale of emotion those letters held. While I've interviewed a few people writing to inmates, and we've heard their stories, I think there's something lost in the conversation that is hard to relate to the listener. Something that many of you have requested. The actual letters and words these pen pals have shared to the inmates they correspond with. I'm fortunate to still have that bag of letters, which drove me to start this podcast in the first place. So I'd like to introduce a new element to Penn. Every few episodes, I'll share with you a handful of letters directly from the writers who wrote to my brother through his five years in prison. These letters are read verbatim.
1: Dear Tony, peace and greetings to you, my friend. I sincerely hope that this letter finds you doing well in health and spirit. I'm doing all right for the most part, and I apologize for taking me so long to write back to you. I sincerely hope that you can forgive me for taking so long. Things have been pretty rough for me over the past couple months. I've already told you before that I work a lot of hours, so I typically don't have a lot of free time. I've also been having some health issues. And to give you a little background information, back in 1997, the doctors diagnosed me with having a heart condition. Basically, the left side of my heart is weak and keeps getting weaker, and there's really nothing they can do for it. Then a couple years ago, I started having issues with blacking out whenever I got to coughing hard. The first time it happened, I was driving home from a day of hiking, and I was sitting in the McDonald's drive-thru. Then a couple weeks ago, I was at work and started coughing when I was on our back lot, and I ended up collapsing under the ground. A couple days after that, I started coughing up blood. Anyways, I went to the doctor this past month for my annual physical, and my chest x-ray revealed that there is a large dark spot on one of my lungs. Right now there are more questions than answers, but it doesn't appear to be cancer. The doctor's best guess right now is that for some reason, a part of my lung has collapsed. This could have been caused from any number of things. One of the good things is that I already planned on going out of town on the day after my annual physical. So at least I was able to get away and had a distraction from the stress waiting on test results. Sorry for boring you with my issues. And again, I apologize for not writing back sooner. I did not forget about you, however. Your letter has been sitting on my coffee table, and every time I saw it, I would say to myself that I really need to make the time to write back, regardless of whatever else was going on. I'm sure that by now you have probably forgotten what it is that you had previously written to me, but I'm going to run through and respond to your letter. You said that you have an interest in driving trucks. What makes you think you want to drive? There is good money to be made driving a truck, but that type of career is not for everyone. In order to make the real money, especially starting out the game, you have to be willing to stay gone constantly. You really cannot make the big dollars if you want to be home every weekend. Though there are those driving jobs out there that provide you to be home like that, and some even every night, but most companies look for drivers that have paid their dues and have several years experience. Companies can afford to be choosy because those are the most seeked out jobs in the trucking industry. However, I will be willing to answer any questions you have about the business. I will run through and answer your questions. Why did I go online and choose to write you? I decided to write an inmate because I know people on the inside and I know how lonely they can get at times. I write to them all the time and I decided that if I could bring at least a little bit of light into someone else's life, then I would do it. I made it a goal this year that I would make a difference in at least five people's lives. And I've already told you far more than you ever wanted to know about my health issues. One thing my health issues has made me realize is that I'm not immortal. The truth of the matter is that I will probably be lucky to live past the age of 55. I'm not trying to be morbid, nor am I looking to die. It's just simply the facts. It does not bother me. I have made it a goal, however, that when the end does come, that people would be able to say that my life counted for something. I live by this idea. A man's character is defined by the way that he treats those who do absolutely nothing for him in return. And now for the question as to why you? I wish there was a profound answer, but there is not. So why you? I don't know. There was not too much in your profile to go on, but there was something there that drew me to it. Oregon is a place that I would like to visit someday, and perhaps you can tell me more about it. I would really like to take a trip into the Columbia River Gorge. Number two, am I gay or straight? I am straight, but I will admit to you that I had experimented a little with homosexual activities when I was younger. What about yourself? Are you gay or straight? Number three, favorite car, F-150 Raptor. Four, future goals, to live each day to its fullest. Number five, if I had the opportunity to travel to any place in the world, where would I go? I would like to visit Alaska and spend time out in the wilderness and even making a trip to the Magic Bus. The second place I would like to visit is Ireland. My family heritage is Irish and it is a beautiful country. The third place on my list is Northern Spain and the hike the El Camino de Santiago. Within the United States, I would like to visit Oregon, Washington, Utah, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, Arizona, and New Mexico. You also made mention of your favorite sports team. I can't recall if I had previously told you my favorite teams or not, so I'll repeat myself if I did. NFL, Atlanta Falcons. Baseball, Atlanta Braves. NBA, not too much in basketball, so I don't really have a favorite. College, Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going to draw this to a close. I hope that you can indeed resume our correspondence. Feel free to ask any questions that you would like to know. I look forward to hearing from you. I promise that if you choose to write back, then it will not take me any longer than fifty years to write back. Just kidding, I'll write back ASAP. Sincerely, Fred.
2: It's currently two twenty-four a.m. I'm watching American Horror Story on Netflix, the new one. I've been doing a four-hour straight marathon of every season. Yes, I know. I have such a fun life filled full of productive things (laughs) I'm not going to work tomorrow so I'm pulling an all-nighter which I know I will sorely regret by 8am so making conversation by the way do you know how I much prefer writing at least you can understand me what's your life plan for when you get out five years settling down having a family what's your views on that Me personally, I want to have a family and be settled by 27 years old. Over here, everyone settles down young, around 18 to 20, married by 25. Even though the majority of us are devout Catholics, our religious beliefs are a bit back to front. Marriage then baby is what we are supposed to do. Yeah, about 85% of us get engaged, baby, then married. I was halfway there. God was definitely looking out for me. It's a blessing. I did not make it to stage three, married. Then I wouldn't have met your pretty self. I'm not one of those girls who will have a baby to any guy. I was engaged and with Sarah's father for four years. So next time I have a baby, I will be married first. I'll be doing it properly this time. Hope you don't care about me having a child. Because if you did or do, straight up say it to me. But just a heads up, that child's my life and any problems with Sarah is a problem with me. Not being ignorant, sorry. But yeah, I wanna study criminology and go on holidays with the girls and enjoy the half freedom I get before a family. And of course, if you are in and have the same views as me and we work, then you can come traveling with me. I want to see Rome and Paris, and go to Dubai or Thailand beaches. I love going places with history behind them too. Salem is another place I would love to go with the back history about the witch trials, etc. Talk soon, my beautiful man. Love you lots, baby, XX Cheyenne.
3: Hello. I am Chuck and I live in Ohio. I saw your profile on the internet and wanted to write you and hopefully become friends. I hope you have received a lot of mail and have made some friends, Tony. I can tell you something about friendships. They do not just happen and they certainly don't happen overnight. It takes time as each person learns about the other one. I have friends that are incarcerated, so I have somewhat of an idea what you are going through there where you are, Tony. Also, some of these people have become great friends. I hope you've had a lot of responses to your posting. I don't know when you posted it. I did find out by going to the DOC website that you've been transferred to another facility. Perhaps this is because you're going to be released soon. You seem like a very nice young man and it would be my privilege to become friends with you. Well, Tony, I hope that I can help you out in some small way and do something to brighten your day. I'm here for you and I'm willing to help you out in whatever way I can. My hobbies are coin collecting and amateur ham radio. The second thing is shortwave radio where you have a receiver and transmitter and talk to people all over the world. You are licensed by the FCC. Since I'm not sure how soon you'll be released, here's some info for you. I hope you will keep in contact with me once you're out. Here's information for you to do that.
4: Hey, what's up, Anthony? I didn't know you moved. I was convinced in my head that you just decided not to reply. But I've been looking for a pen file for a while, because I hear that being in prison can be very lonely, because you lose contact with the outside world. And I'm big on community service, so I wanted to reach out and brighten up your day. So I look forward to you giving me a tour of Portland. Maybe I'll hold off on visiting until you become a free man, so that the experience will be authentic and fascinating. I'm glad to hear that you're getting out next year. I'll be here in Central Washington until August of 2016. I'm an AmeriCorps volunteer, so I'm here for 10 months assisting in a middle school. I'm like extra support for teachers. I do one-on-one and small group lessons with some students, and I'm there to be an extra set of eyes and notice some of the mischief that the actual teachers may not see. They pay me a very little stipend, but the program helps pay off some of my student loans back from college. For fun, I like to drink, (laughs) I enjoy being wasted. But other than that, I'm an avid tennis player, so I hope you like to play. I'm really big on anime, so I watch a lot of that stuff. But I'm the type of person that is always down to do something. If ever invited somewhere or to an event, 80% of the time, I'll say yeah and attend. I'm from the Midwest, Chicago. That's pretty dope over there. We have some really amazing deep dish pizza, and the winters get really cold there. I'm not a big fan of winter, honestly. But the snow here on the Pacific West Coast isn't that bad. It's actually really beautiful here. I love the scenery. And yeah, I'm super single. Haven't been in a relationship in years. Just can't ever seem to find the right guy. Plus, my life is very hectic and I'm in no position to settle down now. I'm actually in the application process for a new job that will cause me to move to either Africa or Asia for two years. If I'm accepted, I'll be leaving sometime early in 2017. I just pray that I get in. Anyways, I look forward to hearing from you or meeting you soon. I'll have to print a photo of myself so you can know who you're talking to. Tell me, though, what's your favorite food, color, number, and animal? Mine's pizza, followed by macaroni, red, seven, and a cheetah. Until next time, Dre.
0: I found most interesting from these letters is the variance. There's not one particular person who wrote to my brother, Tony, that isn't completely different from the next. As you just heard, the letters range from male to female, seeking a friend, feeling a crush, or just someone looking to be there and brighten up his day. Five years is a long time to be in prison. I can only imagine how much he must have looked forward to getting these letters each time mail delivery came. We'll be hearing directly from more Pen Pals in the episodes to come, so stay tuned. If you or anyone you know has a story to share, please send me an email at penpodcast at gmail.com. I'd like to thank Kayla Anchell, Sam Sanders, Jesse Hansen, and Jason Sosoyev for being the voices in this episode.